right, here we go. It is October 4th. It's a Monday afternoon, almost. Welcome to episode 13 of A Foo and His Friends, starring my man Jordan Savai. And Marco Antoine. Joining us today, we got two special guests, ain't that right? What's going on, guys? Yeah, we got my man Aaron Bustamante, as I like to call him, A.A. Ron. It's the first time I've ever called him that. <laughs> uh, and we also got Yara here. We might have some others joining us shortly. but Yeah, man, and get a special show going. We got uh, Aaron Bustamante out here with these cats. What they do, what they do, what they do. You're committed to it. I love it. What they do. So, you know, it's uh, Fool and his friend and uh, conversing with uh, Marco and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to another very similar podcast that yeah, I just yeah, was yeah. recently on, right? Stole our idea, yeah. I don't know about all that, but I was uh, <laughs> conversing with Chris and Misa. Uh, I just hung out with them a couple of days ago. That was a lot of fun, but we'll get into that later. We'll talk about that later. Right now, I want to focus on Aaron. How you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. Woke up. Knew this shit was going to be going on. It's going to be a good day, man. Excited to get into it, for sure. Hell yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you didn't travel too far to get here, did you? No, man. Um, I live at my parents' right now. And we live my whole life. It's my childhood home. We live right there by Eastwood High School. Oh, nice. Okay. Right there, about eh, two, three miles from here. Very Give cool. or take. Dude, he showed up on time. Like, that's crazy. He was four minutes late. Yeah. Three minutes. Later. It was crazy. I didn't know if you guys were even going to still do it. So I can't get a hold of you guys. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. all like, I don't know if it's still on, but fuck it. I guess I'll show up and hopefully he'll have breakfast or something. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> 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 so you uh, you actually, did you try texting us before getting here? Yeah, just my message. Nothing's on Facebook's working right now. The messages weren't going through and yeah. everything. And I was all like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was checking some stuff earlier and I couldn't I couldn't get on yeah. there. It's kind of weird. What do you think's going on? I think it's aliens. Yeah. yeah. I think this is it. China's taking over. So, this is it. This is the first one. Facebook down. Damn, they hit us hard with that's that. Right. That's right. Just kidding. Please don't arrest me. This is the beginning of the end, Jordan. What do you I have think to they say found out that? I was taking money for repost, <laughs> and then uh, they didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, so, we are going to talk about a few things today with my man Aaron and then uh, Jordan here as well. Yara's getting ready to skip out on us. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm just taking another look at the board right now for the topics, and I don't know what the hell you guys threw out there on the sides there, but I can barely read your writing. I thought, oh yeah, I didn't even know you put that there, the side topics. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, it, of course, we have to have free Larry Hoover. Uh, you know, I don't know the on me. Uh, free Big Meat. And uh, the Cocaine Cowboys will rise again. That's right. Can you, can you elaborate on any of this? Uh, Larry Hoover was a uh, very prominent figure in the Chicago community. Uh-huh. Uh, very ran a very successful drug operation. Uh-huh. Uh, legal drug operation? Allegedly not legal. Uh-huh. Um, almost around twenty million dollars, I believe, a day or month around there, doing big things. He was arrested with a lot of money on him. He's still in prison now. Uh-huh. Uh, big Meech. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. When was he arrested? Do we know? Eighties, around there. 80s. Uh, yeah. Aaron, do you know anything about this dude? No, I don't know any of these people. Free I don't know Larry why Hoover. we want to free Big, <laughs> Big Meech. <laughs> Big Meech was a prominent figure in the hip-hop scene. Um, he had a label started off cocaine, and uh, he didn't sign, like, you know, labels sign a bunch of artists. Yeah. He only signed one, Blue Da Vinci. 
And he only supported him because he said, why would I want 30 artists so I could just support myself in one? Mm-hmm. He is a very prominent figure as well. Mm-hmm. And when did they put him in prison? I believe 90s. In the 90s? 90s, for, 2000s. For what? Uh, conspiracy to distribute cocaine. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And he, he was very famous because it was here in America uh, that he had a, and in the South, he had like limos and stuff. No. And he had hidden compartments for drugs and guns. And what would happen is they would, they seized all the vehicles, right? And they had like police auctions. And uh, there's a guy that bought one of his vehicles and they found a million dollars inside. They found one of the compartments. Oh. So people like, and the people still talk about today when you find the compartments, they'll find drugs or guns. Inside. Yeah, that was like a famous case for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. They would find a lot of money inside of it. And uh, the Cocaine Cowboys yeah. are from Miami with uh, Griselda Blanco, uh, RIP. Uh, very, they're the ones that really brought the cocaine to us. So is it is it safe to say that you've been spending a lot of time on Netflix recently? Dude, these aren't even on Netflix. These are on DVDs. Uh, shout out eBay. Um, shout out Spike TV for bringing Big Meat here. That's what I saw. It. You need uh, to cut the shit with the shout outs, man. <laughs> just shouting out good people, Sounds man. like you just want to try cocaine. You're like, free these dudes. <laughs> They're trying to distribute cocaine. Let this die. And these cowboys, for sure, they brought it to us. For sure, give them off the hook. Right, right. It sounds like, you know, you can find that here in El Paso. You don't have to free these guys. It sounds like, you know, the But it's not pure like these guys. All right, man, enough of this crap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this on. But yes, man, for sure, free Larry Hoover, free Big Beach, and uh, the cocaine cowboys will definitely rise, rise again. again. Yes, I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you on all of that. Uh, Aaron, how old are you, man? I'll be 30 coming in December. Nice, yeah. 30 years old yeah. in the big 3 And you, uh, you just started out in the scene, right? How long ago? I really kind of started checking shit out probably like around this past, last November, last December, checking shit out. I think I hit my first stage probably like late January, I want to say. Where was it at? Huh? Where was it at? That was at um, Crown and Eagle, yeah. That was your first time yeah. on stage? Yeah, I bombed for rough. sure. Yeah, it was rough for sure. Hmm. I remember um, Anthony Austin Brown said, like, hey, why does your face look like a knee? And I was like, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> This is a good one. That was a good one, man. Thanks. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a rough first set. You know, mm-hmm. I learned very fast that you gotta spit out some joke quick. Mm-hmm. You can't just if you're gonna tell a story, you got some jokes sprinkled in. You can't just tell a story and help that one punchline at the end does it for it. That's not gonna cut it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, that's what I learned from my first open mic. Right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so so after after you after you got off that stage the first time, since you I mean you. Had, admitted yourself that you didn't do all that great right mm-hmm. uh what what gave you the drive to continue on oh that's good man that's good little segue into our excitement which is our early influences in comedy and yeah dude like i've always admired comedians i always thought they're really especially if you're funny really cool really have a lot of balls and do that kind of shit so i like to like read into like podcasts and stuff like how other comedians how some big names got their start and stuff you know what advice they had to start now you know and i just started to take that the first big one that I heard was you just got to start writing, which is, of course, pretty obvious, you know? Right. And then um, there's a guy um, named Mike Rabiglia. I don't know if you guys heard of that I comic. I do know him. Yeah. Not personally. No, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 One of his big advices, like, you just got to tell yourself, like, no matter how it goes, man, that was awesome. Like, you know, you kind of have to be, like, a little delusional. We kind of talked about the media. You kind of have, like, a little bit of an ego to get up on stage, you know, and think, you know, I can make fucking strangers laugh. 
you know, like no matter how it goes, just tell yourself that was amazing. Like even if you bomb, you know what? Because if you don't, you're never gonna want to go up again. You're like, oh man, mm-hmm. that fucking sucked. And I kind of took that engage. I was like, you know what? It sucked, but you know it was really cool to be up on stage and at least try. You know, I'm gonna do better next time for sure. You know, I didn't get too discouraged by that first bomb. Wow. You got any questions? You I just remember my first time. Like, you know, I got a standing ovation and. <laughs> I mean, I was like, this is too easy. Like, do I need to come back next week? And I was like, no, no, no. Started at Dewey's. Yeah. That's where I started. And I remember just, like, there was a couple hecklers that was got into a couple fights before I went up. And I was like, this is crazy. And I remember uh, Ivan Harris came up to me, and he said, hey, man, you got seven minutes? And I looked at him. I was like, yeah, sure. Only had maybe two because I just sped through all my stuff. I was like, <laughs> all right, guys, don't know how to put the mic down. Don't know what to do. Ivan just grabbed it from me and like set it down. I was like, cool. But I, I look at it like I mean it's not like saying being positive. But I look at like small victories like dude I got on stage in front yeah. of people, like cool, yeah, I haven't done this ever. Sure. Some type of positive out of it. Like, yeah. Alright, cool, man. Yeah. Do you uh, how do you know how much time you did the first time you got up? I know I fucked up on my first time too, because I had um Oh we we don't we don't we don't curse. Uh, yeah, shut up. Yeah, dude. Um, we don't curse on No, I know so the first time I went up in my mind. I had prepared um, no kids. I had it probably around three, four minutes at the time. But for some reason, I just changed my mind to do something else at the last second. I think earlier that day, I got some bullshit ticket for being on my phone. And I was trying to, I came up with a couple of jokes on that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. But I was much less prepared for that. Um, yeah, so that's why I bombed hard. I was just much less prepared on it. And the joke just, I, I haven't even done that bit since because I realized that it wasn't really that funny. you know. Um, but yeah, the next week after that, I did no kids. And it did much better. Um, it took a little while. At least I don't know how you guys found it, but when I was first starting out, I found a little while, a couple of shows or so, to get my jokes sounding more natural, more than I was just reading it off paper. Yeah, yeah. I remember my first time I did No Kids. It just sounded. It got laughs, but you can tell I was very much sounded like I was just memorized. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's but, it's um, rough doing yeah. it the first time. You know, you gotta you gotta feel out a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten. I'm happy that I've gotten even with my new jokes now that I write. Like I I can pretty much get into them naturally how I want them to sound without them sounding too memorized at first so I, I think I've improved on that which I'm that's, happy about that's good that you think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> in my mind I'm a star already <laughs> no man you uh you uh I mean all, all three of us here actually when we started we had yeah pretty, uh, you started well, at least you came to El Paso probably around that time like late January February right not moved but you probably started doing shows here then no I was here before then Oh yeah, maybe I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I was. What I was gonna say is that is that all of us had pretty pretty quick uh, um, steps up in uh, in in kind of like the levels of doing open mics and showcases and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you were at it how long before you got on your first showcase? Um. Well, this will this next Friday will be the first one. So well, October no, count, count count when you got on special guests spots. You've done oh that. yeah, I've done a couple of those. Uh, so I guess that was like a month ago. I got my first special guest. So that was I guess give or take about seven eight months to get my first guest spot. Mm-hmm. You got your first after what about five or six months? Three about three months. Well, that was also with like a pretty dead room. It doesn't matter like that, but I'm just saying like. He was kind of looking around, like. Have you noticed how negative this fucker is? I mean, a lot of the time he's like he's like negative Nancy, negative Nelly. What's a Debbie Downer? All of those, like he's wrapped, yeah. all of them wrapped in it's the Holy Trinity of 
So t- you haven't named any of your any of your I guess more uh, influences. Like, yeah, your biggest influences in in comedy itself, like, you know. Oh, uh, sure, dude. Like I said, Mike Birbiglia, he's a big one. Um, there's another guy from Chicago named Kyle Canine. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. No, no. Uh, who's another one? Of course, Dave Chappelle's hilarious. Um, early, early influences. Ah, I'm trying to remember who his name is. Um, shoot, I should have written it down. I'm totally blanking. He's he's known for being a real clean comic. He's pretty famous. A white guy. Jim um, Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Uh, yes, it is Jim Gaffigan. Yes, he's good. Yeah, he's good. he. I remember him being a pretty early influence. Um, I always like his joke about his parents. Who he says, "My mom, you know, I'm very white. My mom's white." <laughs> that one always killed me. Yeah. Right on, man. Uh, how, how young were you when you uh, remember hearing some of these guys when you first Ooh, actually started I remember my dad. My dad has a big bit influence on me a bunch in the whole aspects of my life and comedy and music and stuff and a whole bunch of stuff. But I remember some of them been like, maybe like nine or ten when he first started showing us the Jim Javigan. Because, yeah, he's a pretty clean comic and he's pretty good for kids. And just kind of going from there. I remember just being like a kid. Like, I really, like, didn't jump into this for years. I had the idea about it for a couple of years, and eh, I don't know. I just was like, eh, but you know, people would tell me, oh, you're funny, you should do stand up. Like, eh, but it's different being funny with your friends versus going up on stage, you know. I'm like, that's a whole other thing, and right. I didn't know if I had, if I was that confident in my shit, you know. But yeah, it was just crazy. And then that went on for a couple of years. I was like, yeah, dude, it is funny. Because when I was growing up, my mom used to be think I would be a priest. They thought I was such a good little Catholic boy. They, my mom thought I was going to be a priest. And really? I was like, really? You're involved in my church group and everything. That's and that's why I told my mom. So I was like, eh, if this comedy thing doesn't work out, I can still go be a priest, I guess. You know, that's cool. They get like 10 minutes a week, you know, in their homily. Uh-huh. Like, they're still joking. Uh-huh. I'm just totally off topic. I can, that's kind of what I do now. I tell a bunch of like jokes about the Bible and shit. I don't know if my uh, God sense of humor joke would fly during church. Like, right. hey, right, how many of these do we got to eat? Am I right? How do y'all yeah, feel about loose slippers? I'd be allowed to be a priest. Y'all like loose slippers up here? <laughs> yeah. Huh? But, you know, huh? that's plan B. Yeah. I still go that. They don't like that in church. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just heard, uh, I just heard today, I didn't know, and I don't even think you even mentioned it to me the first time we ever met. Because uh, I, I remember it was outside the living room, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Was with, is that right? Probably, yes, that yeah. does sound right. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. outside the living room, and as soon as you came walking up, I, I had said to you that you No change. Uh, no change. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. you reminded me of somebody else that I knew back in the day, and that's how, yeah. I guess, we started We started talking and stuff. Yeah. But um, the guy that you, that you reminded me of is a musician that I played in a band uh, uh, up in San Antonio with, and... I just found out today that you're a musician as well. You play, you, you. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm even gonna go as far as I used to play because be a musician. I haven't been played in a good minute, but yeah, I used to play piano at first. Was my first instrument. I got into that. I'm not. I can't read music. I when I when I picked up bass after that, I would play through tabs and YouTube videos. But um, yeah, I was involved with piano pretty well. I'd play in my uh, church group, and yeah, we did a. It was. Maybe a little during high senior year, maybe a little after senior year, where we started doing a little punk band with some co-workers of mine, old co-workers. And it was cool, man, but I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't, maybe I would just lack the commitment to it, to sit down and learn how to read sheet music. I gave up on that shit. I was like, fuck, this is hard. I couldn't pick it up. Some people can pick that shit up pretty naturally. Yeah. And I just kind of, I lacked that talent to pick that up naturally. But, um, yeah, so we, I played 
decent at right. best in this band. I'm not even gonna say my other. I'm not talking shit on my other bandmates. Like, you know, you're your own worst critic. I think I was the worst in the band. Like, I was sticking around. Like, you know, they they kind of knew what they were doing more than I did. They're all playing holy music. He's like, "Stairway to Hell" <laughs> in the background. What do you, yeah, what do you, Jordan. What do you know about punk music? You said punk rock, right? That was a band yeah. We're kind of punk rock, punk pop. What do you know about punk rock? Uh. They try to make it into rap music now. <laughs> they, uh, I, I use it ironically. Like if someone's like, I cross the street without looking. I'm like, dude, oh, that's so punk rock. Fuck, dude. All right, like, they're like when I'm around hobo. Like if someone does something, any little thing, like they uh, move a chair, and I'm like, damn, dude, that was so metal. And just like, I don't know how to like use it in today's context. I'm like, that's so metal, man. It's <laughs> oh, so great. I know punk rock is. Something from back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like they wore leather jackets with spikes. Am I wrong there? A little metal studs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Can you name one punk group or, or singer or anything at all? I mean, anything. There's some famous punk There's some very famous people out there. Yeah. You should be able to name at least one band or Ooh, something. Right? Guitar Hero. Come on, man. I really don't know. I've, I've, I've seen, like... Uh, You've never heard of, like, the Misfits or uh, the Casualties the, the Ramones, or the Ramones? The Clash. Y'all are fast with these. Relax, all right? Sid um, and Nancy. Isn't the, the Misfits... Doesn't they have, isn't their logo, like, a skull thing? Kind of. And it's, yeah, like, Misfits it's like in between? Yeah, it's like a white face. I've seen, I've seen the sticker, but I've never, like, heard the music or anything like that. 2020, 20, 24 hours ago. It's a different band. That's not the. Yeah. I've heard of that song. See, that's Ramones. They're an early, early punk band. Right. Uh, See, you know, I like real punk music, but uh, it bugs me that for a long time, when when Green Day first hit the scene, they called them punk rock, and I was just like, really? How do you consider that punk rock music? It just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. To me. Are you a Green Day fan? I like Green Day. I like Green Day. I like that that sub jump punk rock genre too. Blink One Eighty Two. I'm a fan of. Uh, see, like I knew you. You were comparing those other bands the other day. You're like, Blink sounds just like. Who are you saying? I was all like, I remember. I was just. I was just being a dick. Blink's just like I can't remember who you said. I was like, I can't believe this was full. Just compared Blink to these guys. I think I said some forty one or some shit like that. Someone. I was like, what? Yeah, now it's just trying to be an ass. <laughs> but no, I, I'm. I mean, it, that that type of like, I guess most music that makes it onto the radio, I'm not a big fan of. Like, I'll tell you this. Like, are you familiar with the band this called? Guy. What? You can't support people when they get big. It's not about that. It's about there being better music that these artists put out there. I'll give you an example, right? Uh, you familiar with Green Day? Yeah. Like Green Day. I mean, the guy we just wow, talked about, no. yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Are you uh, familiar with Third Eye Blind? Yeah. Okay, so on the radio, they had some big hits, right? They had a right. couple. Which ones? Uh, Semi-Charm Live. Right. Which, which is the worst song on that fucking album that became the biggest song on the radio. The worst fucking song on their, on their debut <laughs> album. Uh, and then they had uh, Can I Graduate? You don't know any of this shit, right? That was also a big radio hit. Not a great song, but it's a little catchy. And then they had one other one that the, 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 the title of it is, is kind of, you know, I, I, I can't think of the name of it. But uh, they had three that were pretty big on the radio. If you listen to that debut album, skipping those three songs, it's a fucking amazing 
amazing album. It's like those three songs are probably the worst songs on that album. I know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I start my day off to that song, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know the first, I think. I'm not too familiar with Love Semi, but probably, yeah, I probably only heard those three songs. So, yeah, probably you got probably. a point. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you if you listen to their album, you listen to Motorcycle Drive-By, God of Wine, uh, just, I mean, they got Narcolepsy. I see, I see your point on that. That's probably the majority of radio play. Exactly. Yeah. That's all That's all but, I'm saying. Is that I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on those bands. I'm just saying that the radio tends to pick the worst song because they just want something that's catchy that somebody can remember and it's very repetitive and stuff. But So you um, mean they want a successful radio station? I'm talking about the music. They're always trying to take down the men and they're just yeah, trying to feed their yeah, families, yeah. man. All I'm saying is that, I mean, there, there's, there's great bands out there that never make it only because they don't want to, to, to do that three and a half minute song that makes it in the radio. Yeah, I mean, they, some, some of these guys get a little bit more creative. Some of the, I mean, what do you know? Tell you that to me when the light like, bill comes up. They want to they be part of the radio. Oh, my God. Listen to you, man. What do you think about this guy, man? He's kind of insane. Sell out. Sell out. Yeah. Sell out. Next <laughs> uh, so. thing he's going to say, you can't be a comedian without telling dick jokes and shit. Like, oh, yeah. man, all right, I'm going to sell out, all right? I'm going to yeah. tell a dick joke or two. Ten dick jokes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one times I saw Aaron at uh, Foulmouse, dude. That was when he, hit, he walked by me. And I was like, damn, is Aaron in the medical field? He kept trying to get his, t- his neck tat. I was uh, like, yeah. yeah, he's a fucking nurse or something, I think. <laughs> he's like, nah, I'm just a big fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, Chili Peppers do not get in contact with me if there's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. You, nah. you, you will very likely die. <laughs> I'll play a song for you. <laughs> a pretty cool song. Yeah. As, you're, as you're taking your last breath, give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So what else, man? What else do we want to talk about here? Um, I, I want to I wanna learn how to play a piano. You want to learn how to play a piano? Not piano, no, no. no. I'm a, a Casio. I want to play electric. A keyboard. Oh, Whatever. Same thing. Yeah. If you learn how to play a piano, you'll, learn how, you'll, you'll know how to play a keyboard. Yeah, but a keyboard is more, more cheaper than a piano. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you tried to fight that one, huh? Didn't you guys? Yeah, I no. saw that. Both you motherfuckers tried to argue with me. Just had to think no, about yeah. it. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to fight with me, huh? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, but I, I want, I want a Casio. Yes. I saw them at Guitar Center. I was like, damn it, they're not that expensive. But what was it about two hundred? One twenty. One twenty. I mean, yeah. you can. Well, I know there was one at Richie's mic. There was a, a girl that had one, uh, but it was like, like one of the ones. A woman. Mom. Why? I don't think she was eighteen. But all right. Young um, lady. A girl. Performer. Okay. Anyways, she got on stage like with a big old like Casio, and it looked e- like my uncle like has a real like expensive one, mm. and it looked similar to his because it was like very bulky mm. and it was a lot a lot more wider. Did it have a couple a couple rows of keys? I didn't see the top of it, but she had to have a stand under it to play it like a like a really long one. So yeah, because I was, no, like, yeah. was going to tell you, you can spend a lot of money on those. Yeah, yeah. Some really really nice. But you can go to Walmart and get one for like eighty bucks. Yeah, because I've seen ones where like you can put like a blue, uh, not Bluetooth, but the chips in there. Oh yeah, yeah preset yeah, but, music and uh-huh. things like that. Yeah, they do a lot of that. So I just saw hers and I was like, damn, I don't know how to play that. Yeah, I played a YouTube. little bit. Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah. Right? That's how I got my start. I think I, I think somewhere between like fourth and sixth grade. I had a teacher that taught piano classes in school, yeah. so I learned a little bit, but yeah. never got good. Yeah. I just watch YouTube videos and like fucking watch what their fingers are doing and stuff, kind of write my own little notes and system down, but I got half decent at it. Mm-hmm. Half decent at bass, but that was never amazing. 
and I was it's half ass kind of in it. Right. Okay. Man. I was like, you just answered the question I, I was about to ask. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a <laughs> lot. Yeah. I'm in All your right. head. I was. <laughs> I was wondering if like if it was something that you were gonna still pursue or anything. You're you're pretty you're pretty like invested into the comedy and. Yeah, man. I'm more definitely into the comedy now, and it's weird, man. Like the comedy, I just. I find myself way more comfortable in the comedy scene than I did in the music scene, too. Like, even when I was up on stage playing um, my bass or whatever, playing music or whatever, I was fucking petrified and nervous, like, the entire time. Like, I couldn't get over So you were doing open it. mics with music? Huh? You are doing, like, uh, you are playing at open mics? No, I mean when I was in the band. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, when you're on the band, on the stage doing music in the band and stuff, like, I was still nervous, like, constantly throughout it. Like, before, when I was up there, after, I was all like, fuck. I don't know if I talked to you guys about it, like, or if I talked to someone else. Like, I find comedy just more comfortable. Like, yeah, I'm a little nervous before I get on, but when I get on and I'm start rolling, boom, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling comfortable, mm. you know? And I don't know if it's because, um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like um, I feel way more comfortable and way more confident in my comedic skills than I ever did in my musical, musical. skills, for sure. You know? I was talking, I must have talked to someone, but I, I was like, maybe the reason is because when I was playing up there and the reason I was so nervous, I'd be thinking, like, fuck, like, I don't even know if these people like me or not. Like, I don't know if they like or music we're playing like you would be bobbing your head and shit but people are like these guys fucking suck yeah. like you have no idea what these people are thinking <laughs> but with comedy it's nice you know you, you know right away like shit this shit sucks or this shit's going well yeah it's you that know? immediate it's, response yeah and i've always been about immediate relief you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i really do like that more about comedy you know right off the bat how shit's going and you don't know you know you know there's no fucking about that, you're, you're, you're probably one of the few out there that, that are musicians that transition into comedy that would say that, man. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt, you know, I don't doubt that that's how you feel. It's just that most, <coughs> excuse me, uh, most people going into comedy, it's still, they, most musicians find it a little bit more intimidating only because it's yeah. that mic. And that's funny too, because another reason I was like, cool, it's just me. Like, I don't know why I find that more comforting than having other people up there with me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess in skits and comedy, it's different, cool, because we're all kind of doing our own thing. We can each kind of pull our own weight, I well, guess, but. Do, do you feel like when you were playing music that like you got into your head, like more more than like, just like, oh, I, I hope they like me. Oh man, I hope Brad over here doesn't fuck up. Or hey man, this guy. No, no, I was like confident that. in my bandmates. Uh-huh. So it was probably more in my own head about my own abilities playing, for sure. Okay, for sure. That's, it. That's pretty interesting. And because I, I, made the, I made the transition and I was, I was pretty much comfortable from the get-go. But it was because of all the the past experiences I had performing and getting up on stages and stuff like yeah. that. But and maybe that's why. Maybe when it's in a band, I'm like, fuck. I felt like, damn, I'm letting these fools down. But in comedy, I'm like, fuck. I'm just letting myself down. Like mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm not letting. This is on me. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Whether I pass or fucking go with it, it's me. And I feel like that's a little more comfortable. You're more in control. In a band, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I mean, going from music to comedy is kind of like. If I'm bombing as a musician, I go bomb as a comedian, you know, it's the same thing, you just go through it, you know? Yeah. You have that sure. moment, you're like, I'm used to this, yeah. what are you guys going to do that I'm not used to, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm still, for me, I'm still waiting to do a show in front of as many people as the biggest crowd I played as a musician, but as a comic. Mm. Was that 300? It's about 300. 300. Nice. Oh, yeah. All paid, or? What's it? Paid show? Or, like, they pay to get in? That I can't remember. Man. Nah, I was when he was locked up. Prisoners, <laughs> <laughs> he fashioned the guitar. Yeah. The other prisoners like, "This is cool, man." This is Yard time was yet. pretty Yard interesting time. that day. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. It was up in. This was in Arizona, and I think it was like a. Uh, it, 
was it was at a at a blind center. It was like a charity event. I they think. forced them to sit down and listen. No, nobody was forced. Like, yeah, we're a band. They just played music for them. <laughs> <was a> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know there was gonna be a band there. They're <laughs> like, isn't this lunchtime? No, there's a band here. You didn't see them? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're if I could turn away from you guys, I would. <laughs> Forcing me to sit through oh, this. Man, that's great. Uh, hand me that hat right there, one of you, will you? We're going to talk about this for a second, right? Because on October 6th, you heard about this? Nah. October Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I'm looking at my dates are all wrong. I was like, yeah, this week, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure all your dates felt the same about you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Late night show humor. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's that's sorry. Good one. Um, so yeah, so October sixth. That's this Wednesday. Well, actually, Wednesday, October sixth. Yeah. Uh, we're doing our uh, our open mic at B Seventeen Bombers. Oh yeah, come and, out. Yeah, some of the some of the new information that we're gonna put out there is that we were able to score ourselves a sponsor. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, for the podcast, for the open mics that we go out to. That's what's up. Yeah, we got ourselves a, a sponsor here. This is uh, Coronado Prime Meats, right? I just got that hat there from my buddy out there, Mr. Eddie Vaughn, and uh, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be sponsoring us with a lot of this stuff that we're gonna be doing. Sick. Uh, oh, yeah. Jordan's super excited about this, although you can't tell by the look on his face. Good word. Yeah. We sold out. But we're gonna help help people out for the people. Uh, we're gonna record you and put it on our streaming service, and we can't wait to have you guys at you know B Seventeen Bombers eight p.m. Yeah, every Wednesday. Sweet. That's gonna be fucking cool. Yeah, now we're gonna have some fun with that, and we have a couple other things. We're not gonna give it away just yet, yeah. right? Yep. Right. Staying with us. Is that what we cool. decided? What I don't know. I don't remember what we decided. We say so many things. Oh, I know, dude. We've planned so much. I mean, if things are already locked down, ready to go, yeah. we think in fifteen, twenty. Yeah. 15. Either way, I mean, 15, 20, either way. Yeah. Well, they're 15. 15. So basically, like I said, this is for the people. Oh, this is going to be out afterwards anyway. So this is for the people, Aaron. So the way we want to do it differently is for the first 15 people to sign up at the open mic and get on stage uh, and actually perform and, uh, you know, take a photo with our little stand that we're going to have there for Coronado. They get a ticket for a free burrito at Coronado Prime Meats. Oh, hell yeah. So it'll be an actual, actual burrito from a butcher shop. Not, cool. you know, someone walking down the streets late at night. Not that burritos. there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, there's those not, burrito ladies are just fine. The one in Central is. I don't know where Alfredo you guys are. Alfredo loves around. her. I know. He's like, she's mom. here. And then. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, though. That yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker is the distributor for her. That's right. He's a laugh. Uh, yeah, but. um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you threw yeah, me remember off. when we uh, <laughs> want to make sure you guys get a little something for doing these mics and uh, showing up. And of course, there's 8 p.m. There's still foul mouse at nine, but we're gonna have burritos for the first 15 to sign up and perform. That's right. Yeah, we, we, oh yeah, I'll be yeah, the first man. one there. Can I sign up more than once and get two burritos? <laughs> uh, there's a well. See, the thing is here is that is that uh, are we going to tell them how it's all set up? How it's going to be starting done here? Artist, or we just do this? It's gonna be on Saturday. Might as well. Yeah, okay, so the way that this is going to work basically is after you get off the stage and so like that, you know, you're going to have a, you're going to be given like a ticket of sorts, right? And you go and you pick your burrito up at Coronado Prime Meats. Oh, and while you're there, 
if you decide to look through his selection of meats or some of the beers or the wines or the different things that he has there and you decide to scoop up some other items, he's going to throw on an additional discount for you guys. Nice. Hell yeah. So it'll be What's just a little, a little something that we're trying to do. They have duck do. bacon, dude. Do you know that exists? Duck bacon. Duck bacon. That sounds pretty good. Have you ever had duck, just regular duck before? No. Yeah, they, they had a, pretty good. They had a shitty Chinese restaurant where I used to live in Cruces and they, they would have a thing like we do serve like roasted duck but it takes 24 hours for us No, and I was kind of interested then I you realized you gotta catch it right I mean, that's <laughs> I imagine it's pretty difficult <laughs> but the Chinese Most restaurant they're like we also spot. serve pizza here and I was like fuck you guys <laughs> fuck you <laughs> can't serve pizza and then chow mein together you fucking psychos <laughs> yeah, I never supported them again after that I wouldn't either man fuck that yeah but I wanted that duck but I was like damn that looks pretty interesting yeah, hey man, you know, I did this for for, for Jordan because I don't know, you do know, man, because you actually talk shit on stage a little bit about vegans and stuff, don't you? The gross people? They shouldn't gross be in this people. community? Oh, you stop coming no, outside I don't at night. say I talk shit about them. I say that... The facts. You take a little dig at A little dig, yeah. I say that recycling and vegan isn't saving it's the earth. Bullshit. Not having kids is, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you're wasting True. your time on that. Right. Well, I don't have kids and I'm vegan. Yeah, dude, you're yeah. a... I'm actually not vegan. I got like a 90% plant-based diet, right? Yeah. But I don't eat red meats, you know? And, 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 and my man Jordan over here loves to give me shit for this sort of thing. You know, and you might have seen it on video, you might have not on some of the podcasts and stuff, some of the vlogs uh, for when we venture out and stuff, but he likes to talk mad shit, even about the pastries and stuff like that, right? And I got a little sick of his mouth, I got a little sick of his mouth, so I reached out to a friend of mine, right? Uh, that friend of mine that owns a, a butcher shop, right? And we got hooked up with a butcher shop, just to show him how much of not of an asshole I am. And he never even. He said almost cut me out the deal. Yeah. That's what's fucking going on. That's what he's trying to tell. He's like, I almost cut you out, but I let you in. You should just get him drunk. Kill him, take him to McDonald's. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. He'll have some burgers for sure. Just get him really <laughs> fucked up first. You couldn't get me drunk enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. Unless we spike your drink. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna roofie me? Yeah, yeah. Force him to eat McDonald's. That would be a good prank to ref you. Not really <laughs> yeah, to McDonald's, but just That's roofie you and have McDonald's all over your bed and shit. Yeah. Make you think you have McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one. So that would be pretty good. I don't advocate roofing people. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> good, real good. Fast. I'm saying okay. it'd be a good prank. It's a good prank ah. for this guy. Right, right. I gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so. <laughs> Look like the worst asshole ever that <laughs> just comes out. <laughs> right Funny know. enough, that's his opening joke for all sense. I'm going to roofie all y'all. All right, so we got a little bit of time here. I'm curious. I want to <laughs> ask Aaron here, man. Um, excluding myself from the equation. Already, I don't like the look on his face. Uh, like, who, who's your favorite comic out there? Local-wise or just in general? Yeah, yeah. At but take table. me out, man. Because At this I don't table, like excluding Marco. Oh, local-wise? We're just going to stick local here? Yeah, yeah. Um, who do you like? Who do you like? Like, who who do you enjoy watching? But yeah, Damn, he's really trying to get you in trouble right now. No, no. Um, how am I? I mean, it's, it's a person. I'll say who I enjoy watching. Um, Myself. When I play my for sure, you guys. For sure. That's not just pandering. You guys are funny. I told you. Um, Stop. Clip this. Um, <laughs> Clip this. <laughs> Put it on a loop. What else is funny? Oh, this is funny. Uh, Zeke has good jokes every now and then. Not every now and then. He's pretty consistent. Um, um, Johnny. Johnny. Um, oh, you like the new guy, Johnny Ray. No. Um, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was not on purpose. Not Johnny um, Ray. No, 
Jonathan. Uh, oh, Guzman. Guzman. Yeah, He's funny. Uh, um, Jonathan, uh, Johnny's funny too. I've only seen him once at Mona, so but mm-hmm. he bought in a good show. Yeah. Um, who else is pretty funny here? Uh, damn, Darius has some good jokes. Mm-hmm. He has his, his moments. Yeah, I think he has. I think he can um, improvise pretty well. Uh-huh. You know, that's a, that's a decent list. Now, now, who's not funny at all? No, I'm joking. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" Uh, let's go. Let's go on to Jordan. Who do you like watching before? Me? Uh, <laughs> no, that's my answer. Me. <laughs> yeah, you guys gotta hustle. You gotta do what you do. Keep your glove on the ground. You know. <laughs> that's, your, that's your answer. That's my answer. Um, oh man, it's always fun to see. I think it's it's cool to see. My my view on it, man. People working. Um, before I was banned and stuff, I'd be out there almost every night, you know, seeing people work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to see them progress, like these guys progress, uh, Aaron and, you know, the group. But when you go to shows, I like going to shows and seeing these guys because the, the, there's a crowd there. They've never heard anything before. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a show. I normally never laugh when someone's on stage. Like, they'll give me sometimes. But I really like hearing the crowd laugh. Like, you're like, man, you get to see that work paid off. Like, they didn't see you at a you know crowning you go with two people and then you go to a show and you're like look now this is working here but it didn't like it didn't do shit that might you know yeah it's such sure. a weird thing like i say this shit almost every night at these bars it gets no reaction yeah. but here you love it you know i know i know you didn't you didn't come out last night i was expecting to see you i was expecting yeah to see you man out. i fell asleep pretty early and then um, i had to pick up my parents from the airport last night oh, right I, on, I had right to some errands after that yeah because yeah, i thought the mics are more important yeah, you know, your parents should have their licenses and be able to. I mean, they're grown ups. Yeah, let, they're them, let them fend for themselves. <laughs> they should have done the two hour Uber ride. But uh, Hobo did really good. He Hobo was another one who was funny. Yeah, like, yeah. I mentioned a couple people, but if I forgot you, that wasn't my purpose. No, 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 a bunch no, no, of people, no. But, yeah. I mean, I put you on the spot. Just yeah. ask who you enjoy watching. I mean, uh, yeah, it wasn't anything scripted. You weren't ready for it or anything. Yeah. But uh, Hobo last night, I think he got the crowd going really nicely. And he just uh, uh, he jumped in there on, on stage and. Uh, He's. I like. I like. I like watching him with his energy. Yeah, he's a good stage presence for sure. Yeah, I like the jumping back and forth, especially when he has um, when he has a less diverse crowd and it's mostly people that that do understand Spanish. Uh, I like. I like hearing the difference in the responses when he does his uh, his joke. uh, Sure. Yeah, when he flips back and forth. Yeah. Like your those crowd responses. Uh, so what else, man? What else we got going on? Oh, I know. Let's talk about the new mic that's also starting up on Tuesday. Lucky dog. Lucky dog. Right. Yeah, we got two mics. I'm sure you guys mentioned it. Two mics coming up this week. It is cool. New mics are always fun. Check out how it's a brand new crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that. And then sure. you got uh, you got a couple things going on. Why don't we talk Some about shows? That, yeah, yeah, we want to jump show in now shows. because we're coming up to pretty pretty close to the end. Show shows, you got show shows. Oh, uh, for right. sure. Yeah, I got my first featured show coming up this Friday, which would be October eighth. If this comes out in time, if not, you guys miss it. But that's all good because on October twenty second, right. I'm gonna be we're gonna be having another show. At a place called Wild Wild Wings. Uh, you'll have to look up the address on that later. Um, 
But yeah, we're really excited for these shows coming it's out. It's in El Paso. Yeah, it, yeah, is, it is in El Paso. I believe it's on Montana somewhere. But Montana is huge. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be posting that on my Facebook social media. So you guys will find out where it is. But yeah, got some shows coming up. Really, really excited, man. This has been my first featured show, especially since, um, I don't mention anything, but uh, I did have that. At first, I thought I was going to have a featured show back at um, Amador. Right, Amador. And I was really excited for that. And that kind of fell through. And then, so this one is going to be my first one now. I'm really excited. I got a good 15 minutes. Really, when I'm going over my shit, it's really pushing closer to 17. I'll have to talk to the host and see if that shit's good. But if not, I might have to shave some shit out. But that's all good. All right, Facebook's back up. I just checked it. That show was canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to try harder than that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Really excited. I got my shit pretty much set. I'm just going to go over it. Like I said, that's why I'm happy about the new mics, too. I'm good to get some last-minute practice in. going to be a good time. Oh, well, yeah. That's got to be kind of cool, man, feeling a, a good feeling, having uh, having two shows that you know are coming up. Uh, Definitely, uh, yeah. Once. It's uh, it's, it's that's nice, man. You know that people are paying attention. Yeah. So how about you guys? Like, uh, I know it's your first show coming up and everything. But uh, you know, I was like, where's a little better, like myself? Uh, going into a show, going into a show, uh, before like the mics beforehand, you know, um, I feel like you almost prefer to not bomb but not do well, so that way you can be like, all right, cool, I know I need to work on, and then uh, fix it for the show. But I've also had those moments before the show where you do really well at open mic and you're like, all right, I'm feeling comfortable. But I feel like if you do really well before the show, you're like, fuck, you can only go downhill from here. <laughs> if you like do like, eh, at a mic and you have your show like two days from then, you're like, cool, I know what to work on, I know what needs to be done, I know what to kind of put forward. And you're like, cool, I can get better from that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Ooh, you know, I was on that, man. If I'm doing shows before, if I'm doing some mics before a show and it's not going well, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to start questioning myself. Like, fuck, is this <laughs> shit really funny? I know it is, but I'm going to be like, fuck, why isn't it working, though? And I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess you have a point where, like, fuck, I guess I'm going to have to fucking think about it and go into it. But I feel like, man, if my shows are going well, mics going before the well, I'm like, cool, I got this shit. Like, I just got to keep it up. I don't feel like I'm going to go downhill. I feel like, I feel pretty confident going in, I feel. That's cool. <laughs> what else happening over there with you, man? Dude, it keeps falling. Why don't you tighten it up, man? Oh, uh, <laughs> conversing with uh, Jordan and Marco, still going strong. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Chris Avisa, man. I'm trying to get him to stop doing that. Uh, now that's all I, I was kind of, before like my first show, I was like, well, I, I did like a, a Mona, so I did an open mic before then. And I was the only one there with Anthony Austin Brown. They're like, do as much time as you want. It was my first 15 minute spot for a show. So I was like, great, let's see how far I can go with my material. Sure. And I think I had like four, like, not like 14 minutes and 51 seconds. And I was like, cool, I can get to the 15, you know? Yeah. That's, that's all I, I always worry about the time, the timing, the time yeah. of it. Well, yeah, and especially since usually, especially, you know, starting out, uh, because of the nerves, you tend to go through your stuff a lot faster than even you practiced it. If sure, you, if you sure. Then, decided to practice it all and I, I so you have to definitely learn to pace yourself otherwise I, you're gonna I, blow right through yeah yeah and I think that what I learned from uh, Anthony Austin Brown and a little bit from Jibs where they were just like your timing sitting in on a joke like when I first started if you get if I've got a chuckle or a laugh I'd be like all right gotta like keep the keep it going like you hate the silence so you would just speed through your stuff yeah and uh sure. Anthony Austin Brown saw me one time because I was supposed to do the show with him but he was double booked and he was like hey man just a little advice sit on your joke 
like let them laugh and just like let them just keep laughing and it'll like help you with your time you don't have to do just 15 minutes of material you'll get to like 16 or 17 of just letting them laugh and I was like damn he was right so yeah it does make a big difference just learning how to sit in the joke just and then you, you you control it you decide what time you're gonna do it or sure what about uh let's talk about a little bit about uh about like edgier edgier jokes and stuff like that man I mean uh you you I mean you have some people that consider a couple sure. of your jokes a little a little edgy, right? Sure, mm. sure. Like I said, like I talked to a couple of people, like, what would you rate my shit? And you know, I'm not super raunchy my shit. I'm not super vulgar. I would say I I probably could cut back on my cousin a little. I fuck. I say fuck a lot. I fuck. I say fuck a lot. I uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, I guess the subjects I talk about are kind of weird too. Hubble's always all like, God, we have a hand. You guys know Hobo, who says, like, yeah, man, if you were a little darker, you'd get, um, what's it called, um, racially profiled. Because yeah, yeah. I talk about, like, cults and, like, G-gods and shit like that. But I don't know. What would you guys think about You guys have heard my material. Like, you say, ed- would you say I'm edgy? I don't even know if I would say I'm edgy. Not, I, I don't think it I sounds am. normal stuff to me, dude. No, I don't, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't hire you for a kid. I don't want to write exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, like example, when I think of these jokes, I'm like, oh, I'm not thinking like, oh, that's pretty edgy. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely just, I don't think it is. Yeah. You're not reaching. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this, this will get him. Yeah. I'll right. be like, woo, Aaron said that. Woo. Yeah. Instead of just laughing at the joke. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Say edgy. Seems like old material, dude. No, okay. No, I just, just a little curious about that. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's an adult. Well, what I what what I guess what I what I want to really know about is like how how bad like at th- at this point like where we're at right now, at the level we're at doing comedy, you know, you know how how important is it to have like that edgy factor as opposed to to coming out with stuff that's that that you know, some humorous stuff, because there are there are there are comedians out there in the open mic scene that. That are trying to get these jokes hit for like shock value, or sure. just you know, for that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Because in my in my personal opinion, you know, uh, I think it's important to start out at this level as as clean as possible, right? I mean, and that and and the only reason why I say that is because of the of the chance of losing venues and opportunities for other comics to get up and do their craft, right? You you uh, you try to keep it as clean as possible. When you when you write, only because it's way easier to take something that you've written that's clean and make it a little edgier, make it a little dirtier, mm-hmm. whether it's sexual, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, sure. it's way easier to take that clean bit and make it gritty than it is to take something you wrote that's really gritty and try to take steps back and make it clean to do a show where they end up telling you, oh, you know, you got 15 minutes, but you know, you can't curse. It's got to be clean. You know, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean. I think I think and that, again it's just a personal opinion but I think a lot of a lot of us should consider that the fact that that you might limit yourself I've had these conversations you've heard me talk to, to one of the other People. young you know younger yeah. comics about that sort of thing right where it's like it's more important to be funny you know and, sure. and it's great if you can do edgy stuff or whatever uh, but but there's a chance that you could limit yourself as far as like what type of shows you can get up on or what venues are going to be cool with you know, sure. 
I don't know. It's just it's just my own, uh, my own opinion. Do you when you sit down? Do you think of any of that stuff when you start to write? You write a joke. Your... Do you include the word fuck? Do you cuss in your writing? Nah, it's kind of just nah. nah it just comes just out, kind out of organically wind. when you're, yeah. when you're yeah. on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my cussing isn't planned. That's just just happens. Happens, yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard I think one or two people say, "Yeah, I gotta cut the word fuck when I write my jokes." I'm like, Why you write the word fuck in your joke, like. I don't. I was like, normally, like you said, it's like try to fill the silence or just like catch attention. Like, ah, oh, fuck. No, shit. no. I just Something like that. I'm just saying it just because I'm saying it off the wing. Yeah. I'm not really planning it. And I know, that's why I mean, like, I need to pay attention on that. Not that I need to literally write it out of my bits. I just need to be more aware of that. I'm yeah. cussing too much right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. man, we're, we're coming up on about 10 minutes, and I have a really important question to ask you, man. How does my hair look? Because I'll. I, you know, I, think I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say with that. <laughs> Also, I was gonna say, you, you look like a what? What? Because <laughs> I just realized right now that I did the entire podcast without my hat. I don't think I've ever done anything without. Like, Welcome to being an adult in the entertainment <laughs> industry. You can't be wearing hats everywhere. I just, I love my hats, man. I just want to make Aaron? sure my hair doesn't look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right, man. So you mentioned your shows you got going on here pretty yeah. soon. That's gonna be cool. I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it. Fun. Hell yeah. Checking out, watching, watching those shows. Uh, um, what else, man? What do you else you want to talk about? You want to throw out anything at all? Tell us what your hat says. Damn, man, that's Dragon Ball. You guys like Dragon Ball out there? Sure. God damn right. Dragon Ball P, right? Dragon Ball P. Yeah. Yeah. That as well, guys. I know there's a letter in there somewhere. Z. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was really asking. He wasn't we trying to make a joke. He was really asking. He like, it was Dragon Ball P. Come on. Yeah. No, I know Dragon Ball for one of my little cousins. He's about your age. He was in a Dragon. Ball. That was just a cheesy joke. That was a joke. Cheesy. Ah. Yeah. Kind of like your dad joke. I forgot that one. So I, I've been having to stand the whole podcast, the whole episode, because Yara's just been chilling on it the whole time, man. Yeah. You control your house here, man. I thought you ran this house. <laughs> oh, whoever told you that lie, man. Cats run this house. Oh, man. This, this house is run by a large clouder, man. He's controlled by pussy. <laughs> you said it, not me. I don't even know what clouder means, dude. It's a, that's what you call a group of cats. It's called it's a clouder of cats. Do you know that, Aaron? No. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Some fucking it's like the a special dictionary just for cat owners for that type yeah. of shit, dude. Yeah. You can you can type it in right there. Yeah, Facebook's it. down, so I can't type anything in. <laughs> is Google there? You I can mean, Facebook's the only search engine we need out here. All you have to do is put what is a group of cats called? It's called Marco's House. <laughs> That's what it's fucking called. Ah. Right on, man. Uh, what else do I want to know about you, man? I want to know, are there any local artists that you're into? Are you into, like, visual arts? And, and, mm, uh, I give a shout-out to some guys. Yeah. Um, there's this guy named um, Jesse Garandia. I want to say his last name. He's a really cool uh, painter. He does some paintwork. Okay. Canvas uh, stuff? Graffiti yeah, or canvas or stuff. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. He does some really cool work. Um... Yeah, check him out. He's on Facebook. Some really cool, trippy kind of think like um, I don't want to compare it too much to Rick and Morty, but like when they mm-hmm. go on their drugs and stuff, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like that trippy kind of art kind of. Okay. He does some shit like that. He does a lot of um, all sorts of social icons. He does some original stuff too. Um, Do you uh, have you purchased any of his? Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a painting from him where it's the professor from Futurama. Okay. And he's painted as the Pope. 
I have that above my bed. That's nice. a good painting. Is yeah. your ringtone the Futurama ring? Oh, I'm a huge Futurama Dude, ringtone. Dude, hell yeah. I remember hearing that and I was like, that's, I heard his phone ring and I was like, yeah. isn't that Futurama? Really? But yeah. I didn't say anything and I was like, I feel like they just Huge Futurama. comedic influence we bring on that one too. Oh, that's my favorite hands down show of it's all a, time. It's a good show, man. I, I, I've watched several episodes. That's one of the, I think it one maybe the only show that I could say had a perfect They've had a couple endings, you know, because in season four they were canceled and yeah. they ended it. So they have a couple episodes that were supposed to be their last episode. Mm. So they have a couple yeah. official endings, but yeah, their last official ending that it was their ending was a really good episode too. Yeah, they wrapped it up nice. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. But yeah, big teacher. I'm a fan. I remember at Best Buy, I wanted to buy it so bad. Like I still buy DVDs and like series collections. Like, like there's streaming services, mm-hmm. but they always take them down and then move around and shit. Yeah. So they had it at Best Buy. Uh, cruises they had like a Futurama box set and I was like fuck I want it so bad but I think it was just, it was like I want to say 200 bucks but it was definitely like higher 150 around there and I was like I wonder if it comes with extra stuff or just the DVDs I, I wanted to buy it so bad I was like damn I love Futurama so much it's a yeah. funny ass show it is it good is one. I, uh, I always like that little I don't know what his, what his name is but the little the little guy with the, with the diaper or whatever Ed, Edgar? Oh, Nibbler. Nibbler, Nibbler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, that guy, that little character always <laughs> tripped me out. I know, man. Well, here we go. We got about five minutes before we go, five minutes over the hour. So yeah. anybody got some last uh, some last things they want to throw out at all, at all, at all? Uh, we have our open mics, dude. Uh, I didn't mean to tell you this, that we can response, but I did post on Craigslist for our services. Uh, yeah, I did post up Casual looking for kids. work as uh, comedians can work clean, and I don't think I can. And uh, we got no responses. I'm not I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> you serious? He's got this thing about Craigslist right now. It's really weird because he's like 15 years late. Yeah, on the for sure. Thing. Dude, they try to charge me to post it on one page, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Even even Angie's list has gotten more modern by just calling themselves Angie. <laughs> I don't know what Angie's list is. It's a, basically another Craigslist thing. Whatever. I don't want. I don't. I'm not gonna take the time to explain it to you. Is it like Moco Space? Sure. So I don't know what Moco Space is. I remember just I was working for a, a cell phone company that uh-huh. has computers, and uh, someone was like calling in saying that they're tracking me on, on online. On they're tracking me. They know where I live. Da da da. And then they're like, "Well, I was like, what was it?" They're like, "It's Moco Space." And someone like, someone was like, "What is that?" I was like, it's boogers, dude. <laughs> is it is it a chat room thing, right? Uh, well, I, I I don't know. Uh, I heard who was it? Was it was it Nico that had mentioned that? I don't or know. Some I heard somebody talking about it. I'm not familiar with it, man. I, no, I someone told me it was like a chat room thing. People just talk to each other. Uh-huh. But I I've never seen it or even seen it at work or anything. And I was like, oh, they're like it's just another chat room thing. All right, so real quick, before we get out of here, OBA, OBA, what the fuck am I doing? Try again. Afu and his friend at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Have you checked it recently? Yeah, I told you. There was no responses all around. You always tell me the same thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's where we want you to send us questions, comments, you know, talk to us a little bit, have some dialogue. We'll mention your name on here. Ask for Aaron's social. I have it. <laughs> answer your questions, all that sort of stuff. But... That's also the spot where we are going to be asking everyone to what? Do you remember our conversation? No, he doesn't. No. Nope. Forget it. I'll tell you. 
that's where we're going to ask everybody to I'll be a guest. Let us know, yes, um, that they would like to be a guest on the show. Right? There's a lot going on, right? See, and we throw this at the end so that people have to watch this, right? Other comedians, other performers, yeah. other people that want to be on this show. Everyone says that, huh? There's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they tell us there, hey, what about me as a guest? This is what I bring to the table. This is my little bio, and then we'll pick from that, right? Sure you didn't have to do that. You're special. Nice. Why were you special? Because you showed up on time when we said to fucking be here. No, because, <laughs> because you, did me, you did us a solid, right? Yeah, okay. it was cool of you to, 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 to take a little shot there. He helped us hide the van. <laughs> <laughs> and he dug the hole for the body. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not leave that out. I mean, that's a lot of work right there. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man, so with a few moments left, go ahead and give us those dates again for the next two shows you got going on. Oh, next two shows. This Friday, October 8th, Scenics Bar and Kitchen. You look up those addresses and you're out here, adults. Nine o'clock. <laughs> nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. All right. The next show after I'll pass that out ten. Is October twenty second. I don't know what day that is, but you'll get it off. Um, Wild Wild Wings, eight o'clock is showtime. I believe on that one. New mics this week, Tuesday. Uh, Lucky Dog. Where that is, George Dieter. George Dieter, somewhere I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Wednesday is your guys's, which is. B-17, Bombers, 8 p.m. Wednesday, we downtown. We've a busy week for comedy, you guys, so hit us up. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's happy to be here, dudes. Happy thanks for having me on. It's All fun. Right. Hell yeah. Good to have you here, man. I'm, I'm glad that it finally happened, man, because we're, uh, we're finally getting into the swing of getting our guests on here, so that's nice. Oh, yeah. Give us the $100 afterwards. That's right. Well, it's <laughs> all, it's 100 each. Yeah. That's, why, that's how this works. I'm a right. starving artist, man. I don't oh. got that kind of money. 50 each? 75, 75. We'll, we'll I still money. <laughs> Jordan, anything else you want to say? Guys, the mic. Uh, Marco was just on a f- conversing with Chris and Misa 1.0. Uh, we're doing things. They always say a lot's going on. A lot's going on. That's it. That's it. All right, man. So for Monday, October 4th, A Fool and His Friend, episode 13. Jordan Savai, Marco Antoine. Guest here, Aaron Bustamante. We're out. Much love.